Alexander Graham Bell's first useful ringer was ironically a bell that was struck by a solenoid-controlled hammer. Fast forward to the iPhone's original marimba ringtone, an audio file of a wooden key struck by a mallet. Essentially the same factors that are at play with both ringtones. Both were developed within the limitations technology of the time they were presented. Human factors and the ability of the brain to translate the ringtone as an alert also played a huge part in the choice. As with many things Apple and with my Quora answers, it is perhaps a longer journey than most think. The candy bar that drove Steve Jobs insane. It was early 2005 and Steve Jobs already had a bad taste in his mouth from the experience he had with Motorola and the partnership that created the Rokri 790 Candyba 2 cell phone. This was the first cell phone that included iTunes and the ability to play Apple's copy protected at format audio files. It was a huge human interface disaster that helped fuel Steve to create the iPhone. It also cemented the idea that Apple had to retain 100% control over the hardware and software of any future Apple product. A cell phone that Steve Jobs regretted and tried to forget. The 1902-era guitar riff that drove Steve Jobs insane. In 2005, the most popular ringtone in the world was an obscure 1902 guitar riff, the classic Nokia ringtone 3. Millions of cell phones up to 1.8 billion times per day echoed the monophonic and polyphonic version as the default ringtone. Although adequate as a call alert, it was far from ideal, and Steve had a particular dislike for the ringtone. When Apple began the development of what became the iPhone it was clear that they would use high fidelity audio files and not simple low quality beeps and MIDI ringtones for a lot of reasons. There were cell phones that could play audio files as ringtones but the process was cumbersome and fraught with challenges. In 2005 the ringtone business was a billion dollar industry with the cell companies as the primary gatekeepers. In the early years ringtones could cost up to $5 per tone. But the ringtone business was never a focus of Apple when creating the iPhone. They had far more lucrative revenue models in the works. The 25 ringtones that had to showcase the iPhone as unique. Steve originally wanted to allow for iPhone users to create their own ringtones from iTunes music files. This would mean that politically Steve needed to fight a two-front battle with the record labels on one side and the cell companies on the other. There was not enough time for these battles to be won and still make the iPhone delivery date. The Real was also working hard to be the clearinghouse of ringtone revenue and pushed for the US Patent and Trademark Office to issue a ruling about the legal status of a ringtone. Was it a derivative work, a performance or otherwise? 5. All of these issues forced Steve to not include custom ringtones in the first iPhone slash iOS release not to mention Steve's aesthetics of purity was quite opposite from the glamour statement ringtones that some consumers wanted. Thus the 25 ringtones that were to be released had to be good by Steve's qualitative standards. They had to be insanely great. In the epoch when the iPhone was first released, they certainly unique and perhaps deemed great by many. The original 25 ringtones and alerts include Alarm, Ascending, Bark, Bell Tower, Blues, Boeing, Crickets, Digital, Doorbell, Duck, Harp, 
marimba, motorcycle, old car horn, old phone, piano riff, pinball, robot, sci-fi, sonar, strum, timber, time passing, trill, and xylophone. One could argue that perhaps only a handful of these sounds, some quite whimsical, could be tolerated as a ringtone. For example, doorbell invokes a response of attention but perhaps in the direction of the front door. Late in 2007 the legalities were sorted out and an update to GarageBand allowed a subsection of iTunes music to be made into a custom ringtone. Later on this functionality was built into iTunes and still exists today, although the feature is only used by a small percentage of iPhone users for a number of reasons. The science of a useful ringtone. Scientists at Bell Laboratories, Human Factors Research Lab performed numerous studies on ringers, from buzzers to thumpers. They studied tonal quality and duration along with the decibel levels needed for the brain to recognize the call alert. They even tested the grand part of the iPhone, old phone, ringtone. In 1956, 300 research subjects in Crystal Lake, Illinois 6 found the musical tone ringer to be pleasant but took most test subjects over a week or so to get accustomed to it. However when pressed, a majority of test subjects wanted the old bell ringer back. Not much has changed since from the days of the early human factors research. The brain still works the same but the technology obviously allows for more finite control of the sounds a ringtone creates. Ideally a ringtone should register very clearly and distinctively in the audio range that is central to human hearing, from about 2 to 4 kHz. With a dynamic range, quietest to loudest, of about 96 dB. Even though this audio range is quite crowded with a lot of sound, it is also precisely where most spoken languages carry a majority of phoneme distinction and thus we have evolved a relatively high level of sound discrimination central to this audio range. For a ringtone to be decoded ideally by the brain, the timbre of the audio envelope ideally should pulse to a full dynamic range to nearly no sound within a 3-5 second cycle, Bell Labs research. The relative amplitudes of the various harmonics primarily determine the timbre of instruments and sounds, though onset transients, formants, noises, and inharmonicities also play a role. A German doctor had Steve Zier, metaphorically. In 2002 Apple acquired the German digital audio workstation company, Imagic. One of the driving forces behind the company was a former medical doctor turned computer music application programmer, Dr. Gerhard Lingling 7, who went on to become senior director, software engineering, music applications at Apple. Dr. Lingling's work helped create the widely successful Logic Pro and GarageBand applications. In my estimation Dr. Lingling is perhaps one of Apple's top geniuses, although relatively unknown to most of the world. He is an unsung Apple hero with over a decade of guiding Apple soundscapes and audio applications that defined all of Apple's products. Dr. Lingling championed access to music creation tools for what Steve called the rest of us. Steve really valued Dr. Lingling's insights on everything related sound and music. So in late 2005 Steve consulted with Dr. Lingling about the sound reproduction specifications of the new secret project that was to become the iPhone. 
I am certain that Dr. Ling Ling motivated and influenced Steve's selection of the 25 ringtones that became the only Apple-authorized iPhone ringtones for about a year. Part of Dr. Ling Ling's genius in the software he created and influenced was the use of software instruments. These are instruments that are nearly faithfully created in the software and not just a sound loop. It allows for an amazing amount of flexibility in music creation. Apple has created what is still one of the finest general software instrument libraries. The Apple Marimba and Garage Band. In late 2005 Apple released the Garage Band Jam Pack 4 Symphony Orchestra Instruments. This was an amazing collection of software instruments and orchestra loops. The sound quality and utility of this enhancement was outstanding. In the very long list of software instruments is the high-quality orchestra marimba. This garage band slash Logic Pro software instrument, marimba, is nearly identical to what has become the famous iPhone marimba ringtone. So much so, that there are versions that were faithfully reproduced in GarageBand where one could not distinguish a difference with the correct filters and effects. Thus I and a number of people, some inside of Apple, have concluded that Dr. Lingling may have directly or indirectly created the marimba iPhone ringtone on a Mac using GarageBand slash Logic Pro. However this is not apparently officially discussed or otherwise revealed. The marimba is an iPhone default ringtone. The marimba contains all of the factors that can create a distinctive and useful ringtone. And as mentioned, it is not too far from the original bell ringer conceptually and it indirectly supported the decades of human factors research from Bell Labs. It is rich in tonality and contains a number of harmonic and inharmonic overtones. The sound is unique enough that the human brain could easily detect the sound even when layer in a crowded soundscape. It is annoying perhaps to us today as the original bell telephone ringers were to our grandparents. But in the end, that's the point, not to so much annoy but to remove your attention and focus to the alert. To Steve the marimba ringtone alluded to cultural sophistication and echoed Steve's eclectic style. It also disarmingly showcased the iPhone's surprisingly loud and rather high fidelity sound and speaker system. It was Steve's default ringtone for quite a while, apparently even in the pre-announcement phase, although most of the time Steve preferred the vibrate-only mode. It is clear that up to the actual release of the first iPhone there was much internal debate about the default ringtone, however all insights seem to suggest this was Steve's final call to pick the 18-note marimba ringtone. Early iPhone ringtone envy and early adopter tax. During the first year, the iPhone marimba and perhaps a close second, the ringtone strum, strum also has similar human factors as marimba was a badge of honor, much like the white headphone earbuds were to the iPod. It allowed the early adopters to broadcast our rather large early adopter tax in a very noticeable way. Thus the high quality and unique ringtones combined with a limited selection made the marimba ringtone well known. Even though today there are a multitude of options, a vast majority of iPhone users default to marimba and strum. Although in some circles these default ringtones cast a squinty eye of judgment. In the early years, business users especially wanted a respectable Blackberry-like ringtone. The marimba ringtone, love it or hate it cannot easily be removed, 
As the audio file is not located in the slash library slash ringtones folder, it is located inside of springboard.app found at slash system slash library slash call services slash springboard.app slash ring.m4r. So at least for most of us, the marimba ringtone will be a part of the iPhone for a while. What is past is prologue. My personal ringtone journey keeps taking me back to the strum ringtone. As a guitarist I found the up-tempo fast acoustic guitar sound to be more pleasing than marimba. There is even that ringtone that takes us full circle to a 1950s era bell telephone. Known as old phone, this ringtone is the standard for senior citizens recommended and for the really important caller. It still commands instant attention, just as it has for over 100 years. Sometimes, some things just work and Steve knew this instinctively.